0: Slimy creatures! What's going on in there? Mutter called out. The tadpoles flopped this way and that. I rushed from one to the next, pinching each one tightly enough to hold on to it, but not enough to damage, dropping them back into the green slime. Billy crowded in too and began shaking out the pot holders and tossing them onto the floor. His brown eyes wide. Addie. Mutter yelled, just a minute. No, Mutter called to her younger Schwester, who'd been holed up in the sewing room off the kitchen since breakfast. Would you see what's going on? I think we got them all, Billy grinned. One more, I plucked the tiniest tadpole from the black border of a potholder, still in the basket, and dropped it into the jar. Take them back and let them go, I spoke firmly. They've been traumatized enough. Ach, Addie! He groaned. Take courage and do as I say, quickly. I thought of him as Billy the Brave. At ten, although dabbish, clumsy, he was still eager to help and please. But he also stuck up for others, including me. And take Jojo down to the creek with you, so he's out of Mutter's way. I scooped up the pot holders. Billy slid to the staircase, called for our littlest brother, the youngest of us seven children, and then headed to the front door to put on his boots. He tended to keep them there to avoid Mutter in the kitchen. I lifted one of the wet pot holders to my face and sniffed. I couldn't help but frown at the swampy smell. What happened? I lifted my head to Auntie Nell's round face, an alarmed expression. She was short, a little squat, and had still dark hair, the same color as Mütter's was a few years ago before it turned gray. But a kerchief partly covered Auntie's head instead of a cop. I held up the wet square. Billy, that was all I needed to say. I figured, her brow wrinkled. She continually brought me comfort in a house full of chaos. I have some pot holders you can take. I shook my head. I think I have ten that didn't get wet. I can try to wash the others. Maybe they would dry in Hannah's buggy on the way to the market. You won't have time to iron them. You're leaving soon, yeah? She picked up the basket. I nodded. Addie! Go talk to your mom, Auntie said. She led the way, with me right behind her. Mutter was all eyes as Auntie Nell traipsed through. Obviously, my mother had guessed the situation. Looks like you aren't meant to go, she said. I shook my head. I still have enough to sell. Barely. No, fate has spoken. I shook my head. I didn't believe in fate, especially if Billy was involved. Unfortunately, my mother did. Many plain people looked for signs from God to help them make a decision. My mother did that, too. But she took it a step further, believing in a fate that, when it came to our family, seemed to dictate a path of endless woes. Mutter pushed her chair back from the table. Besides, the list of chores is longer than I thought. You won't have time to finish all of them if you go to the market today. I didn't respond. I'd been looking forward to going to the farmer's market with my cousin for the last two weeks. She crossed her arms, her pen still in her hand. And what about dinner? Mutter was so used to my taking charge of our household, it seemed she felt lost without me. I'm cooking tonight, Auntie Nell called out from the sewing room. Remember, Laurel? Mutter shook her head. I guess I forgot. My auntie's voice grew louder as she stepped back into the kitchen, the basket in her hands. And maybe she'll see Philip. That stopped my motor for a moment. You should be on your way. Auntie Nell transferred the basket to me. It was fuller than it had originally been. Plus, all the potholders were now tucked inside sealed gallon-sized bags. I'll clean up the floor. Thanky, I whispered. For everything. Just make sure and tell me who all you see. Her eyes twinkled in anticipation.